I want to talk about my journey to figuring out my calling as a shaman. This is probably the most uh, zigzag journey I, you'll ever hear because there was absolutely no way I could have taken a straight line to shamanism. And the reason why is because when I was younger, I was spiritually inclined, but I was raised in church by two parents, one being Muslim and one being Christian, having no identity with shamanism at all. Not even close. Maybe in a bloodline somewhere. But they had no idea what that was. So it was no direct route. Nobody in my neighborhood or in, in my town, I would have been able to have access to uh, to be a shaman. You know, I've always been my own type of creature and being my own type of creature. I definitely steered away from the traditional dogmatic ways of uh, ways of experience in the spirit world. And what I realized is religion is a an intellectual placeholder for those who cannot access the higher dimensions of spirit yet. And it will serve as a bridge into a mystical spiritual realm. But when you start traveling those realms and you are a traveler, a journeyer, that's what we can you can call a shaman. A shaman's is journeyers. We journey to alternate dimensions. It is not foreign to us to experience multiple dimensions. It's not foreign to us to experience non-physical vibratory entities of love and light it's not foreign to us we understand why the so-called forces of evil exist on the earth because people believe in them we understand the science of belief faith and love we understand the medicinal value of plants we understand the symbology and the language of the universe is spoken through nature through birds through weather conditions through situations like the church burning down not too long ago or the Berlin Wall falling rigid structures like that crumbling these are things that we notice as not just random events but corresponding directly to a spirit cause there's a war that goes on in the heavens and it's a constant war that goes on in the heavens and it's one third of the angels that revolt against the two thirds and that one third that revolts against the two thirds is simply old thinking, old, rigid, dead thinking that isn't progressive. Um, anything that wants to cling on to tradition for the ego's sake is that one third that rebels against the true movement of spirit. Anyone that rebels against the true movement of spirit is resistant. And it's usually a small few that is resistant and it is the larger portion that is ready in some way to move forward you have a small group who moves first you have another group who follows second once they see the validity and then it's the last group who wants to cling and stay fixed because they fix in the societies once they once they change we understand that these are consistent with the zodiac signs as well you have a cardinal uh, mutable and fixed signs the cardinal is always the beginners so that one third of angels who are beginners are the ones who initiate the spiritual change you have the fixed signs that come in and drill that change down 
you have the mutable signs which change from one thing into another thing. So you have three, you have three, and the one third is the fixed, the fixed portion. The one that when, when things get fixed and rigid or structures start to pop up from the level of consciousness that the universe or that particular planetary system is in or that group of people is in. So being in a conscious state of um, life, being in a conscious state of love, being in a conscious state of beauty, structures that represent lower vibrations, not, not opposite or bad vibrations, but vibrations that are more dense, like competition, intellectual pride, those emotions are deteriorating and dropping away. There are different levels of vibration to hold structures in place. If you watch a video of sound affecting sand, you'll see the sand take form and hold that form according to how steady the vibration of sound is. <clears throat> we know that this universe is being held together by a big bang, by the, it's called infinite sound. So that's why we say if an idea is sound, it's solid, it's full, it's actually there, it's complete. Because sound actually is the complete shun, physically. So it's the plate, it holds things in place, sound. Now the sound that is infinitely, uh, that vibrates at an infinite speed, an infinite rate of vibration, is non-existent to our ears, and non-existent, and it exists in infinity. So it's an infinite placeholder. So this sound, the word, or consciousness we can call it, is a fertile ground. So whatever is placed in consciousness appears in the world and is held there. It's held there effortlessly because sound does not require effort. It's only vibration and it's infinite vibration that it sits in. So that infinite vibration is infinite sound and that means it is an infinite placeholder. The only way to change a structure is to change the sound itself or the vibration itself. So the source of the vibrations is our thinking, our minds. That's what the source of vibration is. So understanding this, our minds as the source of vibration, you can change that vibration, but the, ease, the way we try to change it is we try to change, we try to rearrange rather than transform. So we'll rearrange our circumstances. This woman's not working out for me, I need to change her. Uh, this job isn't working, I need to change jobs. I don't like to be in this place, it's boring. Everybody hates on me, I need to leave and change states. Sometimes this can be true, you need to leave. Most of the time, if you have not changed the, in your mind, I don't care what you rearrange, you will still have the same experience of life. Um, you will still have the same experience of life. So, let's consider, let's consider changing the vibration, the core vibration first, so that our soul is speaking a different language. It's speaking a language of abundance, of love, of success. What's gonna change to these structures that are influenced by sound? They will change their makeup, their electromagnetic vibration. I'll be repelled from certain things and uh, drawn into certain th other things. My world will literally take a new form, okay? Now, though the form that the world takes influences its behavior. And that's the reason why changes actually mean something. 
So when you make a change in your vibration, your basic vibration, after you make that change in your basic vibration, you're also inspiring change spontaneously because this is a unity in every other form in relationship to you. So literally at the fundamental level of existence, they have to change a relationship to you because you have commanded it. There is nothing that can remain the same in relationship to you if you have changed. It is it's an impossibility. So the key to how other people respond to you is your relationship to them. And the only part of the relationship you can change is the I. And the I is that special selective quality, self-aware quality called consciousness. Consciousness is all that exists. And it is the head of God. The tail of God is everything that follows the head. The head is consciousness. The head of the snake is consciousness. Consciousness is life. It is expansive in nature. It is intelligent in nature. And it is self-moving in nature. It has the essence of individuality. So there is an absolute individuality to it. So it only can be one. So therefore we are offsprings or manifestations of that one consciousness. So we're all operating as one. Now we have one master soul or mankind, a man's soul. That's the soul of love. We can say that's the soul of love. That soul of love is man. That's God. That's where everything meets. So when you see a person in their peak formation of love, you're seeing an expression of God in physical form. In a way that you can enjoy it and appreciate it. Because there's only one power operating in many different ways. But what determines what a seed can grow into is the formation of the seed. And everything is a seed here. There's not a single thing that is not a seed here. Or else it could not be blooming, evolving, or growing into anything else. Uh, some forms we know are on the way out of here. Because their vibratory makeup is going to fade soon. Like uh, a certain, like flowers. You know, those flowers are soon going to go to the dust again. A fly has a short lifespan. Everything has a lifespan. Where it exists here physically. <clears throat> then it transforms back into nothing. It always transforms back. So, everything comes from this source and everything disappears back into it. So, this is what we're learning how to work with when we're talking about shamanic practices. And I've been led on the path down this road of shamanism unknowingly. Because what did I do? The only thing I ever did was explore interdimensionally. I explored. I wanted experiences. And I wanted to know what was going on. So I took journeys. I've always taken journeys to alternate dimensions. 
I didn't need drugs to do it. Although, if there are there are certain drugs or plants, should we call them, medicines that facilitate the process of transferring dimensions. Facilitate means to make easier. Anything that you pay or that you take to make things easier can eventually be a crutch because the value comes from the work of what you become. And when work is done, effort is put forth, appreciation rises as well. You could appreciate much deeper. You make yourself into a certain way with harder circumstances. Easier circumstances don't make much of you. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't make you feel any better about yourself. The only thing it may inspire easily is guilt uh, for for having it so easy. So that's the downside of um, a Jupiterian energy. Um, the upside of Jupiter energy is obviously the ease. And the opposite is Saturn, which is this harder, more disciplined, have to learn it the hard way. I'm getting Murphy's Law happening to me, and I have to navigate through Murphy's Law, everything going wrong that could go wrong. And I'm still here, and I'm still learning, and I'm still strong, and I'm still evolving, and my mind is sane. I am very free within myself from guilt and shame and unworthiness. So this is the gifts that Saturn gives. The gift, the gift Saturn gives is that feeling of worthiness. It's a, it's a gift of knowing. It only gives you what seeds you've sown. And you have to pay attention in order to reap rewards from Saturn. Saturn energy. So this is this is an experience that every one of us has. So it's very important to understand what happens with you here. What I what my job is to do is to usher in a fifth dimension into the third dimension. Where we are to have a better life, better camaraderie, better relationships, where we can love more freely. And we can share more easily, be more generous and have more to work with, with less um, strife and gnashing of teeth. Uh, living by grace. Having synchronicity happen and miracles happen in our lives. That's the type of dimension that we're ushering in now. Um, everyone is not for this dimension because they've been winning in another way. This is similar to any business that is overtaken by another business that's serving at a lower level, but it's really traditional and then people are used to it. But this new way, which is a superior way, comes in, makes it easier for these members and customers and whoever and all of these people to do more with less, less time, less stress. So it's a it's a it can speed up the progress toward their ambitions and a lot of people it makes lazier. But for those who want to create, they have an ease creating because of these inventions, these innovations. It's just like that. 
but this is happening consciously. There's a certain conscious level of awareness that was widely accepted as the way to go. That was the competitive mindset. The competitive mindset was as far as we could see because of the rise of the intellect and thoughts. The ability to think at some point was the greatest experience of all. Because whoever could think better thoughts, build better machines, won. So they developed the sharpened tools of the intellect. Now it is to a point where if we continue to develop the intellect without developing ourselves... We will kill ourselves. There is an imbalance. And that's what we're here to usher in.